Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you are joining me on Facebook, you're welcome uh, to my um, podcast. And if you're joining me on Google Podcasts or Hub Hopper Podcast, I really appreciate your presence. Uh, and today we are talking about something called the Ajmer Files. What is the mentality between behind Ajmer 92? Now we have seen, uh, we've heard a lot about Ajmer 92. It, there's a film coming up and that's why we are now talking about the film for Ajmer 92. If you're just joining me on Facebook or Google Podcast or Hubba Hopper, you're welcome anytime. Uh, thank you for your support. Thank you so much for being there with me and joining me on these discussions. Um, Ajmer 92 is a case, is a movie that's coming out on the case of... Um, of of uh, 200 uh, plus Hindu girls being raped in a school uh, and used for as by grooming gangs, mainly Islamic gr grooming gangs, of Ajmer uh, in Ajmer, a small town in uh, Rajasthan, on the west coast of India, and uh, they were mostly Congress or Congress um, uh, allied with the Congress. Indian National Congress, and uh, yes, they were finally caught. But this this case went under the rug for a very, very long time. It is important to understand, dissect it, um, and go from there. So we've heard the many channels talking about this all the time. Uh, but I'm not here just to talk about Ajmer files because you can read. Uh, about it on um, any of the channels, listen to the videos, the podcasts. I'm here to talk about the mentality behind Ajmer 92. So we're just going to go slowly into Ajmer 92, the basic foundation, and we'll talk about the mentality, which I've already talked, spoken of before, but I'm going to do it again. So, in 1992, the small town of Ajmer in Rajasthan woke up to a shameful, sordid scandal. The scandal involved hundreds of young girls, some college uh, students, some still in schools. The news of the scandal um, broke after a local paper, Navjoti, published some nude images of a story which spoke about the schools, school students being blackmailed by local gangs. The editor of Navjoti, Dean Bandhu Chaudhary, had admitted that the local law enforcement authorities were aware of the scandal almost since a year before the story broke. But they allowed local politicians to stall the investigations. Um, even Chowdhury himself was hesitant before running the story. The reason was that the perpetrators of the crime belonged to the family of Kadims. The Kadims are families of traditional caretakers of the Ajmer Darga. That is a caste, okay? Just, just, just in case, I want to tell you, it's a caste of families that belong to the Ajmer Darga. They claim to be the direct descendants of the first followers of Kajwa, Moinuddin Chisti, and hold significant, significant influence in the local communities. The police has stalled the case because the local politicians warned actions against the accused would lead to massive communal tensions. Um, yes, so basically uh, that's what it was. Um, Chowdhury stated that 
finally they decided to go ahead with the story because it seemed to be the only way to wake up the local administration into action. Finally, the police lodged a FIR um, against the eight of the accused. Further investigations led to 18 men in total being charged and tensions ran high in the town for several days. Most of the accused were Muslims. Many of the families were Kadims and most victims were young Hindu girls. So basically, okay, uh, what happened is an offshoot of what is um, an ideology of Islam, and it says in the in the in a Sahih Hadith, okay, and prohibited to you are all married women except those who your right hand possesses. This is the decree of Allah upon you, and the lawful to you are those beyond these. Sorry, and lawful to you are all others beyond these, provided that you seek in their marriage with the gifts of, uh, with gifts from your property, desiring chastity, not unlawful sexual intercourse. Uh, so, for whatever you enjoy of marriage from them, give them their due compensation as an obligation, and there is no blame upon you for what you mutually agreed. Uh, agree to beyond the obligation indeed Allah is ever knowing and wise that means you can rape enslave have sexual intercourse with any person who does not submit to the authority of Islam now this is the ideology so basically this is the ideology of war okay in war and it has gone on for thousands and thousands of years uh, anyone goes to war the one part of war of uh, war is not just the fighting on the ground. War is a narrative. It starts with a narrative, then goes on to anger, then goes on to full full fledged violence, physical violence, and that violence then leads to um, to um, occupation of lands being invaded, and that includes subjugation of the people, uh, shaming of the people to submit to the new authority. That includes rape uh, and sexual abuse of the women and even weak people, sometimes even men of the of the people on that land. Those who survive are then sold as sex slaves or taken as slaves to other lands. And that's what slavery was about. Now, Islam says uh, um, Islam says that they put order into slavery. They, they, they are the first group to treat slaves well. It's absolute falsehood. It's, it's absolute ignorance and disgusting ideology that says that you can treat a slave well. The very fact that you've taken a slave is means you do not have respect for that person. That's point number one. You have no respect. You have snatched that person out of their normal um, habitual surroundings, family, community. You've taken him against his will, which is trauma in itself. Then you abuse that slave. You use them as sex slaves. You use them to produce uh, uh, descendants, um, and you use, they become your concubines, they become your slave mongers, they become your uh, workers, your cheap laborers, and this is how you gain money, and then you sell their produce to uh, to make and, and, and break your civilization and other civilizations, and on and on it goes. You can never treat a slave well. The very fact that you have taken someone against their will is trauma, and this is anxiety. This is This will play out generation after generation. So um, 
you understand that we are not a flat earth. Anyone who says that they can treat a slave well understands is a flat earth theory. We are not a flat earth. The earth is not flat. We are currents and waves. So look at the currents. If you in, in, embark on a journey of slavery, of subjugation, of submission, you will eventually get into uh, trauma. You will eventually get into war. You will eventually get into slavery. And this slavery then becomes a, a cycle that continues and continues and continues. And there's, uh, once you're at the bottom of the uh, ladder, once you are at the bottom of the, of, the, um, of the cycle, you will be subjugated. There's no way that a person in power will teach, will treat someone at the bottom um, well because they are at the bottom. They are weak. Weakness always attracts someone else's weakness. Uh, so you, by you raping someone else, is telling you that your your descent, uh, ancestors were also raped and that's how you've come into this world. You've risen up to power. Raping someone is a sign of weakness, is a sign of trauma and your offloading your weakness onto someone else who's uh, weak also. So weakness will attract weakness and it will culminate into rape. It will culminate into power, murder, trauma, all of the above. So to say that rape is uh, can be decent, treating your slaves decently, is ignorance, complete ignorance. Um, and, and, and this is how uh, 1400 years Islam has continued slavery. Uh, now, again, they're going to say, well, everyone else did it too. Pointing fingers at someone else is not exactly the w get going to get you brownie points or taking away any of uh, your liability on it. Having said that, yes, there is plenty of uh, every single uh, empire does it because we are cyclic. We'll go up and we'll come down and that's important to understand. So that is what it is. Now, my question here to everyone is, is not just the slavery. My question here to everyone is that it's still happening again and again and again. It hasn't stopped because they're indoctrinating these mosques, are indoctrinating the followers to continue this mentality, to continue this ideology because they want to take over the land and make it an Islamic state. Uh, they want to take over the Indian subcontinent. They lost power, but they still want to go ahead and gain more power, resurrect the colonial empire of Islam on the Indian subcontinent. Um, so the mosque are actually indoctrinating the men to continue this journey. Having said that, um, as a, an ex-Christian, I can tell you very clearly, this brings to mind something that's very important, the pedophilia of the Roman Catholic churches and the den other denominations of churches that existed in the, um, in the Christian empires. Um, we know very well the Vatican and the Anglicans have been caught, uh, priests have been caught in pedophilic scandals. Uh, the church is the worst, the, the Vatican is the worst among all of the same. And so that's important to, to understand. Um, that's very important to understand. Um, so um, absolutely, uh, looking at the above, um, we have denied, uh, as uh, bring this to mind, we have denied uh, Roman, we have denied ourselves the knowledge that 
the priest, the Vatican, is a pedophilic institution. They have raped women. They have raped nuns. They have raped um, thousands and thousands of people, not even talking about the slaves that they have raped. Uh, the millions of people they've taken as slaves. But they have raped nuns. They have raped their own nuns. They have raped uh, children. They have raped uh, Native Indian um, Native Indian communities. They've raped them. They have raped Native Indian uh, civilizations. They're women. They've had a res um, uh, residential schools in Canada, all over Canada. They've had residential schools where Native Indians were 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 taken. Their children were snatched, taken, and put in the the um, in these schools to make them more civilized. And the goal was kill the Indian, but save the child. It means the child is okay, remove the mentality of slavery, of savagery from the Indian and make them, uh, make them uh, civilized. And this is what the church was caught in, okay? It's, it's come to the table in, in the late 90s, okay? No one ever wanted to talk about it, but because of the internet, it has now spread, and the church has had to apologize to the Native Americans um, in Canada. Uh, they've not done it in the States, not to my knowledge, but I'm, I'm not sure of that. Um, and the church has had to give back a lot of what they've taken from the Natives. Having said that, uh, it is important to understand that the Christian communities do not want to talk about this very openly. Uh, why? Okay, I have talked about this. I have sent links about this to my own family members who are Roman Catholic, and they do not want to acknowledge this at all. There is complete and utter silence. They have no problem talking about the BJP. They have no problem talking about the RSS. They have no problem talking about, um, oh, Hindus are bad, Hindus are caste, but they will not talk about the rape of the Roman Catholic Church, the pedophilia. Uh, one comment was, oh, I, I believe in the Pope. He's a very holy man. He will solve all these problems. And I'm like, oh my God, he's the head of an institution with rape coming out of his years. Uh, and you're telling me that this man is a holy man? Um, it doesn't change history that the church is a pedophilic institution. Roman Catholics are absolutely indoctrinated, will not talk about it, will always deflect the blame on someone else. So this is exactly what this case is. No Muslim, 99% of the Muslims do not want to accept this. Okay, I will not accept this. There are people quietly on the inside will accept this, but the bulk of them will not. Um, they refuse to even talk about it. And there's big talk about uh, banning the film as usual because you cannot say anything against the supremacy of uh, God's religion. God has sent this religion. God has sent this empire. God has sent this ideology. But it cannot be a local... So you cannot, you cannot go against it. You have to submit to this in all its authority. Um, this is why it has never gone any, this is why 
no one wants to challenge it because they are brainwashed and they've got mafia on the streets that whoever challenges their ideology, you either kill them, you either rape them, you either uh, subjugate them, rape their families. So no one wants to go against the authority of the mafia of the mullahs who are a, a colonial empire, complete, absolute colonial empire. They're relics of colonial empire. So you, you got these religions. You even have, if you go to um, a Jewish uh, groups and you've got these Haredim, the ones with the hair, the black hats and the black coats, they have the same problem. They have uh, pedophilia, they have uh, rape cases, sexual harassment of boys, young girls. And the question is, why does this happen? Because they've got so much of power. They control everything. No one can challenge them. From the time the child is born, they're indoctrinated to accept this ideology as coming from God. And by uh, accepting it, they will have eternal peace in paradise. So once you have eternal peace in paradise, even if you're getting raped on the ground, it doesn't matter. You're going to heaven. God has given you this ideology and this. Uh, he's doing a good thing for you by giving you heaven. So you have to take the suffering on earth in order to go to heaven. So this is the ideology. You must suffer in this uh, in on this earth to pay for your sins um, of Adam and Eve for you to go to heaven so this is this is the basis of that ideology every one of them are indoctrinated from birth so they have no ability to even question it they are scared to have an opinion because having an opinion in Abrahamic circles is a crime you cannot do otherwise having an opinion is a crime and so they cannot uh, take this they, they cannot question because of that um uh, the 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 elite the mafia of these groups the uh, powerful heads of these uh, communities will use and abuse their power on you keep you in ignorance lock stock and barrel and because they keep you in ignorance lock stock and barrel they can subjugate you they can rape you they can do anything they can control your mind and all they have to do is blame the other side they just blame the other side so from the time you're born there is no christian priest will admit to the inquisition will admit to rape will admit to pedophilia will admit to slavery nothing will admit to taking lands destroying civilizations destroying previous uh, ancient communities destroying history uh, changing history uh, theft no Islamic group will 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 acknowledge their 1400 years of rape of our minds of of his of of the of humanity destruction of civilization rebranding of civilizations theft of civilizations theft of of other groups they project themselves as supremacists as the only group the first religion the last religion no one else has come between everyone else is is all all uh, hodgepodge in between um and this is what they project themselves as. And, and they will not accept that they rape their way through history, that, that the ideology is about raping people who does not subject submit to them. Uh, this is the mentality behind this. And, and they have, because people, their congregations are, uh, um, are brainwashed with this supremacy, even if there is something wrong on the inside, they will find an excuse to, de to define it. Um, 
they will find an excuse to negate it and say, well, everyone else does it, so it's okay. Um, and they will keep giving power to these mullahs until it becomes back on them. And the moment it comes back on them, oh, they're victims. But you did not raise your voice when it was happening to your neighbor's house. It was not happening. You did not raise your voice when your own people were raping others, were abusing others, were killing others. You did not raise your voice. Why are you raising your voice now when the fire has reached your house? Because it's your currents that form the waves. It's not the waves that form the currents. We do not want to acknowledge that our currents form the waves. We do not. We do not understand the science and that's why dharma is important dharma is important because it gives you uh, it's a cyclic uh, concept it's a concept of cycles it's a concept of karma it's a concept of uh, understanding the currents that form the waves that's why hindutva is important because atva all that lies in between the currents that form the waves that is hindustan that is what it is understanding the currents the layers and the layers and layers of history that in in your in your dna and until you are not accountable for until you don't understand accountability you will never you will always sink you you will com commit cultural genocide uh you you will remain in cultural quicksand and one day you will end uh because you have to evolve you have to be accountable Abrahamic religions are not about accountability. They are about submission and silence to blind faith of something that you've never seen, you've never heard, you've only read because you're indoctrinated from the time you're born. And so this is the mentality between behind the Ajmer files. No one wants to talk about it. The, all the mullahs and the kullahs and the... Um, and, um, work boards and all the boards are running helter skelter to stop this idea this film because they know if this comes out there will be a lot more behind this that will come out a lot more people questioning them uh, no one's going to marry their boys no one's going to marry their girls no one's going to marry uh to to vote for them no one is going to uh, everyone's going to question them they're going to have issues uh proselytizing their lies about this uh, best civilization that they are so uh, utopian in their civilization all of that is going to come out and they project themselves as oh peaceful but the other person's communal so when they are raping the you the weak and the meek it, they are not communal but when someone questions them they're communal you understand now why there is so much of corruption in christian countries islamic countries and there is uh there's corruption is specifically um in um in Marxist groups, groups where they're Marxism, socialism, uh, communism, because they've got power. It's all about flat earth power, centralized power, where everyone is subjugated to believe in this ideology. The earth is flat. We are perfect. The problem is all the other side. There, there's name calling. There is shouting. There is uh, indoctrination. There is labeling. Uh, they always project the negativity on the other side to justify their uh, ideology and their indoctrination. Now, you say, but why does someone like me get out of it? Because I had the opportunity to read, to have knowledge. And I went out of my box. I went out of my community. I went to another land which was completely the opposite, which also had given up, um, which also resisted uh, this pedophilia um, ideology. Um, 
and the supremacy of the church, but also because um, I was able to get out of this indoctrination, this subjugation, and that is what a lot of people, a lot of us are doing. We're leaving, uh, we're leaving these Abrahamic relics of empires because we know that we are slaves. Until we do not get out of this ideology, we will always be slaves, and that one day will come to haunt us. So before we, before we, it, the fire comes to us house we have to put the fire off in our own minds in our own souls we have to heal and once we heal that only we can we take responsibility for what we have done our ancestors have done and we can rise up of the status quo and help others heal but if we do not heal we do not stop the fire in our minds we cannot stop the fire in someone else's home and that is important to understand we have to put our oxygen mask first take our responsibility and we will get equal opportunity and that's why the secularism is a scam because secularism was worse than colonization secularism secularization secularism is only a scam a camouflage for neo colonialism it's about subjugating people to believe that um, the problem is theirs all the problems of the hindus the hindus have to take the burden of this problem or of this victimhood of the minorities we have to take the burden no one asked them to change their religion no one asked them to be uh, to invade this country no one asked them to subjugate women and, and rape them for the last 1500 years and then call themselves Muslims, no one, or, or Christians, no one asked them to come to this land. But now we have to bear witness and we have to uh, be sorry for, we have to be responsible and held hostage for their issues because they are not, they don't have the, the utopia that, um, that their God promised them. If God promised them utopia, you should give them, God should give them utopia. The BJP is not re responsible for your utopia if you're praying for it. But so, so this is what's going to happen. They're going to they keep voting for anyone who takes their names, who puts them in this mentality of victimhood. So the moment they will have a political party who says, "Oh, victimhood, minorities, majorities, we're here to pro we're here to protect the minorities." They'll play this divide and rule. They will play. Uh, a, they they will run a two two countries in one, one for one group, one for another group. They will play one against the other. This minority majority. Uh, mentality they will play us one against the other lock stock and barrel then afterwards they they will um, they will feed you a narrative that you're victims you have you're guilty one side has to be the guilty side and 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 the responsible side and the and the communal side it's typical continues they will feed you with a narrative and the other side the minority will be filled with oh you're such a utopian group you're such a uh, um, um, you're such a uh, wonderful group. You're such a egalitarian group. Uh, we trust you. We believe you. Give us your votes. And the moment they take their name of these communities, uh, we promote you. We support you. We support your ideology and philosophy and your oneness of God. The moment these um, these indoctrinated. Uh, so-called fake minor minorities hear this dog whistle of people just the, the politicians just have to say that oh okay um uh, we're going to support you even if it doesn't happen even be if behind the scenes they are raping your women um 
it will they will vote for you they will continuously vote for you and this is why for 60 years they voted um, the Indian National Congress and they are still voting the Indian National Congress for 60 plus years um, why because they're taking their names they've been indoctrinated that only if people su uh, subscribe to your ideology and people submit to your supremacy and your egalitarianism perceived egalitarianism you can vote for them and behind the scenes, there's a lot of money um, uh, exchanging hands between the politicians, between groups, between uh, the elite, between uh, their slave mongers, the ideological slave mongers. They've been, they've been told the story from the time they're born. Oh, the Hindus are, are worth to be raped. They, they deserve to be raped. The Hindus should be this and the Hindus should be that. And the Hindus this and the Hindus. We've been told systematically that they deserve what they're getting because they're pagans and they're kufar. And the other side, you've got their mafia going and raping, uh, raping the weak and the meek. And when the fire comes to their home, here we go. You, you know, they're crying victimhood. And then you, then you come, you send the Indian National Congress. The Indian National Congress says, oh, yeah, we support the Muslims. We support the Christians. We support the minorities. And guess what's going to happen? They're going to get their vote. The National Indian National Congress is, um, is corrupt. Even if they're corrupt, even if they don't advance in society, all they have to do is blame the Hindus. So they, they will get systematically the uh, vote bank vote, the appeasement vote. They will get without even doing anything. So that's why our countries don't go, go forward. That's why our countries have become stagnant. That's why our country has never gone anywhere. We are the ro at rock bottom because we... The, uh, Abrahamic ideologies do not take responsibility. Abrahamic ideologies is all about supremacy. And Ajmer 92 is about supremacy. It's not about accountability. It's not about responsibility. It's about deflecting the, uh, the responsibility and the accountability on the Hindus, blaming them as communal when the rape is actually happening by the, the same goons, the mafia of Ajmer uh, at the Dargah. Uh, the controlled mafia, the political mafia who sided with them, the uh, Congress mafia, the Islamic mafia, and now that it's coming to the top, uh, we're going, oh, hate speech, hate speech. It's all about hate speech. Why? What is this hate speech? Hate speech is a camouflage for your crimes against humanity. That's all it is. That's all it is. Every time someone, and, and, and communalism is the same thing. It's a camouflage by goons and by mafia for um, crimes upon humanity uh, taken, uh, occupied by and, 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 and uh, run by these colonialists, neo-colonialists and their colonial hangover. The empires are dead, but their divine departments are open for business and they need our human capital to resurrect the empire. And I guarantee you, my friends, this is not going to change in 5,000 years. This mentality will never change until you stand up and say enough is enough. We are not taking it anymore. We need our sanity back. We need our civilization back we need to take accountability we need to stand up against them we need to stand up for ourselves we need to take our responsibility that we are weak we have to change on the inside we have to empower ourselves with knowledge on the inside we have to heal on the inside and only then can you heal the world violence is not going to help submission to uh, 
uh, desert ideologies are not going to help. Submission to um, to supremacist ideologies are not going to help. Sub submission to ignorance of heaven and hell is not going to help. We are cyclic, we are currents and waves. It's our currents that go, uh, form the waves. You have to understand going back thousands of years, how long has this gone, gone on? Um, the rape of our minds uh, with ideology that leads to the rape on the ground, uh, the ignorance, the lies, the deflecting rule, uh, the... Um, the the cycles of trauma, and you have to take all of that into conscious, um, make that junk these junctions into intellectual laboratories, understand every single junction, take your responsibility, understand the currents that form the ways, how we voted for the wrong people for a license Raj, a uh, socialist Marxist group who actually absolutely despise the Vedic civilization, have only have only one thing in mind power and subjugation and eradication of the vedic groups um and and finally resurrect a flat earth ideology that is weak that is poor that is subjugative that is lawless that has um, no power and they will uh, then balkanize this the last remaining vedic group on the planet um and after that, it's over. So this is what they want to do, slowly break your mind from the inside. That comes with knowledge. The more you have knowledge of the history, of pa the past, of every junction, if the more you make every junction into an intellectual laboratory, the more you will heal because you will not fall prey to this Abrahamic ignorance, flat earth, and the mentality of subjugation and submission because it's not going anywhere. The fire will come to your house if you do not stop it. Uh, you have to stop it with knowledge, by healing and by rising up the status quo one day at a time, one person at a time, one book at a time, and to, together we can heal the world. So that is important to understand this Ajmer ideology, uh, the mentality between behind these people. Understand again one thing, that these minority groups are not going to say anything. They are scared themselves because they know it's going on and they know that their lies have come out on the table. They know this very well, but they cannot say it. They will just create or hate speech victimhood uh, they will still keep voting for their dog whistle by the Indian National Congress it's not going to change uh, one single bit uh, you have to understand that you have to change you cannot change someone else you have to change you can stop it by having a voice by having an opinion by rising up by understanding how it happened how long it has happened how you can change how you can empower yourself with knowledge and and by rising up and taking accountability and then uh, rising above the status quo to never allow things like this to happen again. On that note, I take your leave. I thank you so much for your time, your support, and for supporting me uh, on my podcast. Please share this podcast with five people, any five people. Ask them to share it with another five people. Ask them to share it and help someone. Take one person, mentor that person as much as you can. And I guarantee you that mentorship goes a long way in healing, in helping, in resurrecting our civilization. And in answer to, as an answer to the Ajmer 92 files and to 1400 years of rape occupation of the Indian subcontinent by these um, this mafia group. So thank you very much for your time. I wish you all the best uh, till we meet again and stay safe.